This is Change Your Mindset Podcast, the podcast that helps change your life by helping change the mindset of the 99% into the 1% mindset. Here's your host, Adrian Gomez. Welcome back to another podcast episode of Change Your Mindset. As always, I'm your host, Adrian Gomez. The United States of America, the land of the free. As everyone knows, people come to this country for a reason. It's opportunity, freedom, you can be whoever you want in this country. Best country in the world. Unfortunately, a lot of people take their freedom for granted. They don't realize, little by little, their freedoms are getting taken away from them because they're so occupied with social media, TV, going out, partying, whatever it is. People are distracted. People have no idea what's going on in the real world. They believe everything they're told without doing any research and don't know if it's true or not. They just believe it without asking any questions. As for the United States being land of the free, the opposite country of that would be China. Communism. The government controls everyone. They know exactly what you're doing. They know how you're spending your money. They have facial recognition everywhere you go. You're pretty much tracked from A to B. And people don't realize, slowly but surely, that's what America is heading to. There's a book called 1984 that talks about pretty much how China already is and where America is heading to. Unless people realize and start waking up that what's really going on in this world. And it's by George Orwell and it's a very common book and very popularized because of what's going on and people tell you to read this book to see, like, hey, if you don't realize what's going on, this is exactly how we're going to end up. And slowly but surely, you can see the similarities. So I'm going to read you the summary of the book. So the book was published in 1949. In 1984, it is a haunting and prophetic novel that explores themes of totalitarianism, surveillance, government control, and the power of language. Set in a future dystopian society, the story follows the life of Winston Smith, a low-ranking member of the ruling party in Oceania. From the very beginning, Orwell plunges us into a world where individuality is suppressed, and Big Brother, the enigmatic leader, exercises absolute power over every aspect of people's lives. One of the most striking elements of 1984 is the pervasive surveillance state, symbolized by ubiquitous telescreens that monitor and record every accent and conversation. Winston, disillusioned with the oppressive regime, begins to question the party's ideology and yearns for freedom. He secretly starts a forbidden love affair with Julia, another party member who shares his rebellious sentiments. Through their relationship, Orwell examines the power of human connection and the desire for personal fulfillment in the face of oppressive regimes. 
as Winston's defiance grows, he becomes involved with the Brotherhood, an underground resistance movement dedicated to overthrowing the party. Winston and Julius attempts to rebel against the system, however, prove futile. In a heart-wrenching turn of events, they are ultimately betrayed and captured by the Thought Police. What follows is a relentless descent into the darkest depths of totalitarianism. Winston is subjected to torture and re-education in the infamous Ministry of Love, where his very identity is shattered, and he is forced to love Big Brother. A chilling reminder that the party's ultimate goal is complete control over the human mind. Throughout the novel, Orwell introduces us to a host of memorable characters, from the enigmatic O'Brien, an inner party member who possesses as a potential ally but is, in fact, an agent of the Thought Police, to the zealous and indoctrinated Parsons, Winston's colleague who unwittingly embodies the party's ideals. 1984 serves as a stark warning about the dangers of totalitarianism and the erosion of individual freedoms. Orwell's writing is as gripping as it is thought-provoking, immersing the reader in a world that feels all too plausible. His prophetic vision of surveillance and the manipulation of information has become eerily relevant in our own era of technological advancements. Orwell's had a remarkable writing style. His prose is precise, evocative, and often imbued with a sense of despair. The novel's iconic phrases such as Big Brother is watching you and War is peace, freedom is slavery, ignorance is strength have become ingrained in our cultural lexicon forever etching the novel's influence on the world. It's worth mentioning that 1984 has sparked countless discussions and interpretations since its publication. Its impact on literature and political discourse cannot be overstated. It serves as a reminder of the importance of vigilance, critical thinking, and safeguarding our freedom in the face of potential authoritarian threats. Like I said, 1984 is a great book if you want to see what total control is with your freedom completely gone and you're pretty much ruled and dictated by the government. Like I said, the closest thing to that would be China. If people don't realize what's going on and how your freedoms are slowly but surely getting taken away, that's how America will be one day. Like I said before, your constitutional rights are being attacked. The First Amendment, freedom of speech, in certain platforms you couldn't say certain things, you were censored. And obviously, second constitutional right, right to bear arms, obviously they don't want you to have guns. So whether you believe it or not, slowly but surely your rights are getting taken away and are being attacked constantly. I saw this picture. It was a picture of apartments and every other apartment or so had their windows open. And inside you could see there were people sitting down on the couch watching the TV. And in each curtains that were opened, each person was watching the same thing. It was the news. So just think about that picture. 
everyone's literally watching the same thing and you're pretty much being programmed. And there's also a video similar to what I'm talking about. I'm sure you can find on YouTube anywhere. And it's about news anchors. And they're all from different television stations. And there's a whole bunch of them. And they start combining each one of them. And each of these anchors are saying the same exact thing. So we're pretty much being programmed. That's why I say it's very important to think for yourself. Don't believe everything you're told. Do your own research. Be an independent thinker. Because nowadays, people are not independent thinkers because they just listen to what they hear and they believe it. And they go off of that and they will argue and think they are right because they heard it. But they haven't done any research behind it. Now I'm going to read you an article by John Anissa Whitehead from rutherford.org. And the title is, A State of Martial Law, America is a Military Dictatorship Disguised as a Democracy. So it starts off with a quote. What country can preserve its liberties if their rulers are not warned from time to time that their people preserve the spirit of resistance? End quote. Thomas Jefferson. The government is goose-stepping all over our freedoms. Case in point, America's founders did not want a military government ruled by force. Rather, they opt for a republic bound by the rule of law, the U.S. Constitution. Yet, sometime over the course of the past 240-plus years, that constitutional republic has been transformed into a military dictatorship disguised as a democracy. Most Americans seem relatively untroubled by this state of martial law. Incredibly, when President Biden bragged about how the average citizen doesn't stand a chance against the government's massive arsenal of militarized firepower, it barely caused a ripple. As Biden remarked at a fundraising event in California, quote, I love these guys who say the Second Amendment is, you know, the tree of liberty is water with the blood of patriots. Well, if you want to do that, you want to work against the government. You need an F-16. You need something else than just an AR-15. The message being sent to the citizenry is clear. There is no place in our nation today for the kind of revolution our forefathers mounted against a tyrannical government. For that matter, the government has declared an all-out war on any resistance whatsoever by the citizenry to its mandates, power grabs, and abuses. By this standard, had the Declaration of Independence been written today, it would have rendered its signers extremists or terrorists, resulting in them being placed on a government watch list, targeted for surveillance of their activities and correspondence, and potentially arrested, held indefinitely, stripped of their rights, and labeled enemy combatants. This is no longer the stuff of speculation and warning. For years, the government has been warning against the dangers of domestic terrorism, erecting surveillance systems to monitor its own citizens, creating classification systems to label any viewpoints that challenge the status quo as extremists, and training law enforcement agencies to equate anyone possessing anti-government views as domestic terrorists. A 2008 Army War colleague report revealed that Quote, widespread civil violence inside the United States would force the defense establishment to 
reorient priorities in extremists to defend basic domestic order and human security, end quote. The 44-page report goes on to warn that potential causes for such civil unrest could include another terrorist attack, quote, unforeseen economic collapse, loss of functioning political and legal order, purposeful domestic resistance or insurgency, pervasive public health emergencies, and catastrophic natural and human disasters, end quote. Subsequent reports by the Department of Homeland Security to identify, monitor, and label right-wing and left-wing activists and military veterans as extremists, a.k.a. terrorists, have manifested into full-fledged pre-crime surveillance programs. Almost a decade later, after locking down the nation and spending billions to fight terrorism, the DHS concluded that the greater threat is not ISIS, but domestic right-wing extremism. Rounding out this profit-driven campaign to turn American citizens into enemy combatants and America into a battlefield is a technology sector that is colluding with the government to create a big brother that is all-knowing, all-seeing, and inescapable. It's not just the drones, fusion centers, license plate readers, stingray devices, and the NSA that you have to worry about. You're also being tracked by the black boxes in your cars your cell phone, smart devices in your home, grocery loyalty cards, social media accounts, credit cards, streaming services such as Netflix, Amazon, and ebook reader accounts. The events of recent years have all been part of a master plan to set us up and preemptively set us down by making peaceful revolution impossible and violent revolution inevitable. The powers that be want an excuse to lock down the nation and throw the switch to all-out martial law. This is how it begins. As John Lennon warned, quote, When it gets down to having the use violence, then you are playing the system's game. The establishment will irritate you, pull your beard, flick your face to make you fight. Because once they've got you violent, then they know how to handle you, end quote. Already, discontent is growing. According to a USA Today Sioux Folk University poll, 7 out of 10 Americans believe that American democracy is imperiled. Americans are worried about the state of their country, afraid of an increasingly violent and oppressive federal government, and tired of being treated like suspects and criminals. What we'll see more of before long is a growing dissatisfaction with the government and its heavy-handed tactics by people who are tired of being used and abused and are ready to say enough is enough. This is what happens when a parasitical government muzzles the citizenry, fences them in, herds them, brands them, whips them into submission, forces them to ante up the sweat of their brows while giving them little in return and then proves them with little to no outlet for voicing their discontent. Our backs are against the proverbial wall. We've been losing our freedom so incrementally for so long. So to us in the name of national security and global peace, maintained by war of martial law disguised as law and order, and enforced by a standing army of militarized police and political elite determined to maintain their powers at all cost. 
that it's hard to pinpoint exactly when it all started going downhill. But we've been on the fast-moving downward trajectory for some time now. When the government views itself as superior to the citizenry, when it no longer operates for the benefit of the people, when the people are no longer able to peacefully reform their government, when government officials cease to act like public servants, when elected officials no longer represent the will of the people, when the government routinely violates the rights of the people and perpetrates more violence against the citizenry than the criminal class, when government spending is uncountable and unaccounted for, when the judiciary act as courts of order rather than justice, and when the government is no longer bound by the laws of the Constitution, then you no longer have a government of the people, by the people, and for the people. Brace yourselves. There is something being concocted in the dens of power, far beyond the public eye, and it doesn't body well for the future of this country. Anytime you have an entire nation so mesmerized by political theater and public spectacle that they are oblivious to all else, you'd better be aware. Anytime you have a government that operates in the shadows, speaks in a language of force, and rules by fiat, you'd better be aware. And anytime you have a government so far removed from its people as to ensure that they are never seen, heard, or heeded by those elected to represent them, you better beware. The architects of the police state have us exactly where they want us, under their stamping boot, gasping for breath, desperate for freedom, grappling for some semblance of a future that does not resemble the totalitarian prison being erected around us. The government and its cohorts have conspired to ensure that the only real recourse the American people have to express their displeasure with the government is through voting. Yet that is no real recourse at all. Yet, as I make it clear in my book, Battlefield America, the war on the American people and its fictional counterpart, the Eric Blair Diaries, what is unfolding before us is not a revolution. This is an anti-revolution. We are at our most vulnerable right now. That is the end of the article. The sad thing is, the average American doesn't know, or they just don't even care what's going on. And if people choose to not do anything about it, just like 1984, the book I talked about, that's a society we can potentially have in the future if we don't change it. We'll end up just like China. Like I said at the beginning of this podcast, people take their freedom for granted. Once that freedom's gone, they realize they said I fought for it. Because the United States of America is a symbol for freedom. One of the last places in the world that's a symbol for freedom. And once that freedom's gone... We're just going to end up like everybody else. At the end of the day, it's up to the people of this country to do something about it. If not, this will no longer be the land of the free. That's going to be it for this podcast. I appreciate you guys taking time every day to listen to this podcast. As always, I thank you guys. I thank you, Patreon member Blade262, for being a Patreon member. If you want to be a Patreon member, the link is in the description below to help support the podcast. I'd appreciate it. As always, please subscribe and share.
and hopefully we get more people paying attention and realize what's going on and people start fighting the good fight because at the end of the day i always will thank you guys again i wish you the best take care be safe bye-bye Thank you for listening to Change Your Mindset Podcast. Be sure to tune in every week for a new episode. As always, change your mindset to change your life.